Hello and welcome. My name is Lara Jezef. This is episode number six of Let's Chill Out and Get Real with Health. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I really am. I'm just sitting in the gym at the moment waiting for some of my clients. So I thought I'd do a podcast today on skydiving. Now, what the hell does this have to do with health? Well, a few things. I could tie it in with a number of things, but I was asked this question this morning from uh, one of the trainers that I work with. And he said, have you ever skydived? And I was like, well, yeah, I've, I've had a skydive or two. And I was like, I've had four skydives actually in my life. Um, I really enjoy the rush of a skydive. And he was shocked. I think he's looking to do one. Um, and then I said, oh, we, we actually went to, my last one was in... Uh, Sydney, um, what, three years ago, and I actually had it as um, a gift to my boyfriend for his 30th, and he, I remember him being so, 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 so nervous um, the night before, he didn't sleep very well, and he'd bought, he'd kind of really built it all up in his head and really worried himself about this, which is understandable, you're jumping out of a frigging plane, um, I think it was 14,000 feet as well that we did, and I could tell he was nervous because he said that he hadn't slept very well. And then in the morning, you know, he didn't have a coffee. He didn't have any breakfast. You know, you get all those butterflies in your stomach and you feel sick. You just, all of these thoughts go around your head and um, you end up putting yourself, you're winding yourself up so much. And we had the car journey and it was a long journey there. So it was about an hour or so and he was quiet in the car and he looked pretty white and I kind of, I tried to say a few things to ease his mind but, you know, there's nothing you can really say. He was, he built himself up and he fixated on the fact he was jumping out of a plane and, you know, all of these things that could happen. He was panicking about it and he, I was really pleased because he, he ended up being with this great tandem master who was quite funny and quite dry and he was really enthusiastic and he calmed him a little bit and we went up on the plane and he started making jokes with him to try and calm James down. Um, and I know he'll probably say that he wasn't this nervous, but I could tell because he hadn't eaten anything because he was quiet and you could tell in his face that he just looked worried and I wanted to help him, but I couldn't do anything. And I even said, you know, you don't have to do this. It's, you know, it's not... Um, something that is a must I know it's a bucket list thing and we've paid for it all already but if you're really nervous you don't have to do it and he was like no 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 it's fine it's fine so we got up on the plane and he had to go last and oh my god we we were with this group of um other tourists and there were a group of girls and as soon as the door opened they all screamed so the door on the plane and you're like what this is not helping the situation they're all screaming and then you can see them going out one by one you know of this plane and all this air coming through the door and you're like oh god oh god oh god okay it's our turn next and then I went and I was still you know a bit nervous I'm jumping out of a plane still um did my thing and James had to go last and I was like I just looked back at him and just smiled and 
I went and then he went and oh the adrenaline for me but when we landed on the ground he was so happy and he said how amazing it had felt and how he'd worked himself up so much and he didn't need to he said it was an unbelievable experience and he would love to do it again and it's something that he could see himself doing regularly because it wasn't he was expecting so much worse and in his mind he'd built it up and he was you know he even said he was considering pulling out and missing out on this massive opportunity and he just looked back and he was on a high for the rest of the weekend and he just loved it and he'd done this for himself and it was an amazing experience for him and for us to do it together as well and the reason I wanted to talk to you about this today because it got me thinking about food intolerances and how we we get so wound up about the foods we're about to eat because we think in our minds that it's going to be a problem food. So, for example, you're sitting there and you're going to eat that piece of bread and you're building it up in your head like, oh, it's going to really affect my body, but I want to eat it. And you're freaking out and you're fearing it and you're hating it. And you're automatically telling your body that this is going to be a problem for you. And it ends up being a problem for you. You end up having to rush to the toilet or you're bloated for the rest of the day or you've got stomach cramps or you've got a headache. And often, you know, consider the fact that it may just be the fact that you've worked yourself up so much around this food. Imagine if none of this food was an issue for you and you just went into eating, looking at it being like, oh, I'm really going to enjoy this food. This is going to be amazing. Um... It's going to nourish my body, I'm going to enjoy it, and I'm going to be satisfied, and I'm really looking forward to eating it. Imagine the difference it would make, because your body goes into the sympathetic nervous system, goes into panic, into shock. So no wonder you can't eat that food, because you've automatically put it into a state of fear, where it's called fight or flight, when you want to put it in that rest and digest mode where you're breathing calmly, you're going into enjoying this food and it's not going to be a big deal, just get on with it. And often when I talk to people, to clients, that is the biggest thing for them. You know, for example, let me put it in perspective. You know when you go on holiday and you just relax, you eat what the fuck you want for two weeks you chill out, you're lying on the beach, you're swimming, you're just eating and drinking whenever, and whatever you fancy at the time. You're not thinking about anything. You're just thinking about oh, what, what am I going to do tonight or not even looking at the time. You're just chilling out, being around your friends or your family. And notice then, do you have issues with your food then compared to when you're at home analysing every food item, freaking out about different types of food you're going to eat, worrying about what next meal you should be eating, is it going to affect your body, am I going to lose sleep over this, I'm so so annoyed that I'm going to have to remove another food if, it, if this is affecting me. And I want to say to you that it's not the food, it's you putting your body into that freak out mode and overwhelming it. Our mind is very like clever and it doesn't know what's real and what's not. Just like with James jumping the skydive, he'd worked himself up in his head so much so 
that he'd lost sleep and he was going pale, he was sweating, he wasn't talking. When at the end of it, he loved it and the experience was amazing and he had no need to worry about it. So just have a little think about you, your your food intolerances, how you see food, even how you talk about food and see if there's something that you can tweak. Could it be to do with the fact that you're worrying so much about it? Is it actually the food that's the issue for you? See there, I tied it in with skydiving, skydiving and food intolerances. So I hope you have a lovely rest of your day or evening. Bye for now.